you're passionate about transforming retail operations and improving performance, plus you're accountable for key change projects and programs in your company, then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Retail Transformation Show with me, Oliver Banks. Well, hello there, and welcome to the Retail Transformation Show podcast. I am your host, Oliver Banks, and as always, it's a pleasure to be here with you today, and thank you for tuning in. Now, if you've listened to some of my podcasts in the past, or frankly, if you've had half an eye open on the world of retail recently, then you will know that it is a challenging place at the moment. And that's a pretty obvious statement to kick off, right? But we must realise that the world is changing. Consumers are playing a huge part in driving that change forward, and there are many other factors at play as well. And as the retail industry, we must respond to that change. We ourselves must change. And broadly, there are two different ways that we can approach change and making it happen. First up, winging it. Just flying by the seat of your pants, feeling your way through the dark, hoping that you eventually arrive at your destination. And that can work. Don't get me wrong, that can work if it's a pretty obvious destination that you're going to. Now, the second way is making more structured change, which is my personal professional recommendation. If you're looking at a transformation, if you're looking at a more challenging or complex change And let's be honest, that's what's facing a number of retailers right now, as I'm sure you are aware. And if you are looking at making structured change, then you're going to be wanting to look at using effective project, program and portfolio management techniques. So when it comes to these three different types of making more structured change, actually, when you look at it, project management is not the same as program management. And program management is not the same as portfolio management. The three are aiming towards the same destination, but they are subtly different. The skills and techniques are similar, but like I say, they are different. And you're going to want different skill sets and different types of people looking at each of them. But in today's episode, I really wanted to focus in on the project management side. A project is essentially the basic building blocks of a larger transformation. It's the bricks out of a house. And if those bricks or those blocks are not structurally sound, then what will happen is that they will crumble away and the whole transformation is at risk of crumbling away. If those blocks or bricks arrive late, if they're delivered late, then the whole transformation will be put on hold. You can't carry on without it. If those blocks or bricks come in over budget, guess what? The whole transformation is going to come in over budget. So projects are the building blocks or bricks of your larger transformation. And that's a nice little renovation themed analogy there for you. And if you know me, I'm going through a major house renovation myself. So it's nice to get in (laughs) a little topical uh, analogy in there for you. But actually, I do think it really works quite well as an analogy. It is absolutely essential that you have sound bricks or blocks to build up your transformation and your project management must be working really well to make sure that you do get those blocks or bricks structurally sound on time, on budget. 
or your larger transformation is at risk. So that's why I wanted to zoom in on the project management side. Now, you probably know there are many, many different routes and methodologies that you could go about looking at for project management. Type project management into Google, you're going to get, you know, millions of results, more than you could read, right? And actually, if you look at some of those results, you'll see there is project management coming in from all sorts of different industries, every industry, arguably. So project management is industry agnostic, whether you're improving a retail operation or you're building a spaceship or maybe you're designing a new chemical plant. Anything and everything that is going through a a one-off change should be using effective project management to make sure that it doesn't go down that winging it route. So as Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos investigate building spaceships, I'm sure they're using project management techniques and, and program management and portfolio management, by the way, as well. And of course, Elon and Jeff, if you are listening, can I extend an open invite out? You're welcome to join me on the show as a guest, right? <laughs> but project management is used across the whole world, across every industry. And rightfully so. You know, if you are making a big investment, if the stakes are high, you want to make sure that when you are talking about transformation and when you are talking about the bricks or blocks that make up that transformation, the projects, you want to make sure you are doing a brilliant job of that. But you also want to make sure that if you are delivering retail projects or retail transformation, then you are using the techniques that are fit for our industry rather than perhaps the techniques that you'd want to build a new spaceship that goes off to Mars. You know, it's a pretty different beast when you think about it. And out of all of the different methodologies, they're all generally standardized, industry agnostic. But broadly, they all take you from the beginning of the project to the end of the project. That's the aim, right? Start, middle and end, let's say. But many of those methodologies are really a lot more complex, more stages, more different phases. Maybe there's feedback loops and so on, a bit like in something like Print 2, which is fine. And if you've got maybe a very governance-heavy project, perhaps it's in the public sector, then you do need those elements. But I think in retail, we need to keep things simple so we can make sure we get things done. So I see a project lifecycle in three simple stages. Define, develop, deliver. Work out what you're going to do, build it up, and deploy it. Now, those don't have to be rigid sort of phases, you know, with a phase handover. It can be more flexible, more overlapping. And you can still use that in an agile way where you're developing and deploying continually. But I always like to think about projects as that define, develop, deliver, because it helps to, A, focus the mind of the project manager on the fact that you've got to get to delivery because that is what is important. And it also helps to communicate to stakeholders that are not project management experts about where you are in the project and what is going on and when they can expect to see some benefits coming through as well. And across those three lifecycle stages, define, develop, deliver, there are some essential elements, as I like to call them, six essential elements, in fact, that you must be thinking about all of the time. So let's unpack them a little bit. First up, is strategy. This is about being clear on the direction of the project at any moment in time. Unfortunately, without a clear project strategy, 
the project will find itself meandering through life, not really knowing where it's going. It will suffer from expanding or changing scope, which means you're trying to hit a moving target. And ultimately, life for the project team is going to be really difficult. And guess what happens? The block comes in and it's not going to be exactly as everyone expected it to be. So that whole transformation is now going to be built on a dodgy block, right? The company is trusting the project manager, the project team, and whoever is in charge of the overall transformation. The company is entrusting that selection of people with an investment in time, in money, in resource. And that investment must deliver an outcome. So without that strategy, what's going to happen is you're going to waste that investment. It's arguably negligence, right? If you are not going to take this project down the right strategy, it could be classed as negligence, right? It could be classed as wasteful and irresponsible. So it's essential that you think about having a decent, actually a great project strategy in place right from the start, right from that defined stage, all the way through develop and all the way through to deliver. It's not just about laying it out one time and assuming that the ground has set, so let's continue marching on. You've got to be able to evolve and flex, right? So strategy is that first essential element that you want to be thinking about throughout the project. And all of these six elements, by the way, need to be thought of throughout. They'll evolve, they'll change, and they'll interact with some of the other elements, as you will see. But all must be considered throughout the project. You know, and it's certainly interesting to understand how this looks and how this works for a number of other companies. And as you may know, I am a media partner, a proud media partner, I might add, for Retail Week Live, which is happening on the 25th and 26th of March 2020. And it's in London, UK. And it's bringing together senior retail professionals and leaders, applying in a liberal dose of some amazing speakers and fantastic networking. And it's set up to be a really great event. There are going to be some really interesting sessions as well, which are diving into retail transformation and how to go about doing that and the project management elements that sit within that transformation. You know, there are sessions diving into IKEA's strategy for how they are transforming, as well as an interesting panel, which is looking at how to convince your business to invest in the conscious consumer. So looking at how retailers can make business decisions in the face of sustainability, for example, which doesn't have that traditional classic ROI that you can come back to. So there's going to be some interesting sessions. Do go and check it out, live.retail-week.com. And if you are interested in buying tickets, remember I do have a discount code that can just knock 15% straight off your ticket price. Use that code RTS15, RTS for Retail Transformation Show 15. And do remember to let me know if you're going, whether you've already bought your ticket or whether you're thinking about it or whether you are just about to go and use that code and buy your tickets right now. You know, it'd be great to meet up. It's always fun to meet listeners of the show in real life, hear what your thoughts are, hear where you'd like the show to go in the future. So do let me know. Drop me a note on LinkedIn or on email, oliver.banks at obandco.uk. And I should point out as well, I'm going to put all of today's show notes, including that link for Retail Week Live and that discount code on 
today's show notes page, which is obandco.uk slash 67. So our first essential element that we must think about is strategy. And our second one, very closely linked, as I say, they begin to integrate with each other, is plan. So here, you really need to be on top of the step-by-step activities that are going to be needed to realize the goals. Without this key element, you're going to find yourself basically just wasting time doing wrong activities or doing them in the wrong order or not having the resources to get them done on time. You'll obviously need to be working with other people as you will do on every single one of these essential elements, by the way, if you hadn't worked that out. And you are going to need to be able to create a plan that tells the business what you're doing when and tells your stakeholders how you're going to be doing it. And that, of course, should be owned by the project manager, but clear for the project team and the project sponsor and all of the the sort of the program hierarchy that you would have in place as well, depending on the size of your organization, for example. The third essential element is business case. This is all about making a justification for your project. Now, maybe you have a financial business case, which is quite a nice, easy business case to create. You've got, you know, maybe sales are increasing or costs are decreasing, or maybe a bit of both, right? And maybe you've got some investment to make. So you've got essentially money in, money out. And is there a a profit? You know, is there financial justification to do the project? Yes or no? That's a nice, easy one. But increasingly, as I mentioned, in fact, just on that Retail Week Live piece there, if you're looking at sustainability, for example, there isn't a clear cut financial reward that is just the same as a cost saving, for example. So how do you blend that in? How do you make business decisions about that? Or maybe you're looking at customer experience. How do you decide what to invest? And if it is a good investment, particularly if there isn't a literal sales increase perhaps for increasing customer experience, but it's more about brand trust or something like that. So you must be on top of your business case because it allows your company to manage that investment. Do you remember I mentioned the company is making an investment in running that project? Well, the company still wants a return on that investment one way or another. And actually, that's an increasingly hard skill. So it's important that your project teams are set up to know how to be able to build a business case that is based on perhaps non-financial metrics. And I've got something I'm going to be telling you about in a few minutes, which I'm really excited about that is going to be helping you to do all of this. So stay tuned for that right till the end, okay? The fourth element is stakeholders. Of course, a stakeholder is either impacted by an influence on, or maybe they're involved in the project as well, or perhaps a blend of all three of those, right? Either way, People are going to be a critical part of any project. And personally, it's one of the reasons I really love making big retail transformations because it can have such a positive effect on so many people. I think in our industry, it's almost a blessing and a curse, which I'll come back to in just a moment, because there are so many people involved. It's not just delivering a project to a few people, right? It may be. But actually, if you're delivering projects that affect every single store colleague, that's hundreds, thousands, hundreds of thousands of people that are affected by that. And it's not just them, because actually, all your customers are likely to be affected, hopefully in a good way, right? And actually, all of those people and their family. It's such a huge, immersive industry. 
it's just wow what a what a chance what an opportunity to make a big change in the world and actually what a privilege as well and i think that's really important to recognize but it can be a curse because with so many people being affected by it it makes it really difficult it makes this stakeholder element so important and very easy to get wrong and it's difficult it's unpredictable as well at times and certainly if you're not used to being able to manage projects it can be really stressful i've seen some horrific things happen mentally inside people that just get so wound up and nervous by either actual stakeholder actions or potential stakeholder actions as well you know it does create worry so it is essential that you are armed and your whole project team by the way is armed with the right tools and capabilities and skill sets to be able to effectively engage and manage stakeholders. So that's our fourth essential element. So we've had strategy, plan, business case, stakeholders. Our fifth one is about overcoming challenges. Challenges are an inevitability in any project, in my opinion. And arguably, if you're not coming up against challenges, then you are not being demanding enough. You are not going quickly enough. You are not tightening the budget enough. You are not thinking big enough. So it's really important to know how to deal with challenges. Maybe it's something that has already gone wrong and you need to be able to solve that problem quickly and effectively. Or maybe it's a potential problem that could happen and could blow up the world in the future, right? Either way, again, your team needs to be equipped to be able to take this on. Otherwise, again, a lot of stress coming in, a lot of project delays, it's going to affect all of these different elements. Stakeholders will lose trust as well if the project is riddled with problems. And even then, you've still got to hope that brick, you know, bringing us back to that analogy, you've got to hope that brick comes out as you planned if you have experienced problems along the way. You have to hope it's not going to be structurally sort of deformed or something. It's not going to be late. It's not going to be expensive or over budget. All those different elements. And our sixth and final essential element are the deliverables that the project produces. Arguably, this is the most critical element because without the deliverables, what is your project? A bunch of conversations, a few meetings, some emails, meh. Nothing changes though. If you don't have those deliverables that are the tangible outputs of your project, nothing happens. The tangible output, of course, of the project is that brick that goes on to form the transformation. So if you don't have that brick at the end, it's all been a waste of time and effort and emotion and energy. So those are the six essential elements that you must be thinking about throughout that project life cycle. And it's really important, as you probably heard through some of those elements there, that your project team are equipped and capable of doing this. Maybe they're not project managers, but they are managing projects. Maybe managing projects is part of their day job. You know, it's almost like a side hustle alongside doing something in the supply chain or in the merchandising divisions, or maybe they're in the finance team, whatever. That's their day job. But also they've been given an extra little stretch project, let's say, <laughs> to be able to make a change, make a transformation, play a part in the future of the company. But if they're not equipped to do that, how is that going to work? And that is exactly why I'm delighted to announce the launch of my new retail project management training program. It's an online program that is there 
to help equip your teams, your project teams, whether they be project managers, whether they be people that manage projects, or maybe they're just involved in projects. But it helps equip them with the tools and the capabilities and the skills and the mindsets that allow them to go through that life cycle and think about all of those different essential elements, the six essential elements we've spoken about today. Strategy, plan, business case, stakeholders, overcoming challenges, and deliverables. It forms that into a nice, easy-to-consume project management methodology, if you will. You know, my, my focus is very much on delivering change rather than getting the, the piece of paper that says you can. Let's make it happen, right? That's what's really important here. So I'm really proud to launch this out to you. It's going to be called the Retail Project Manager Success Programme. And if you're interested in finding out more, then I do encourage you to go to obandco.uk slash project. You can find out more about the program, what it teaches you, how it teaches you, and why I'm including a really great package of ongoing support. Because by the way, I recognize that if you go and do a training program and then walk out of it, you're not suddenly highly proficient and highly experienced at it. You need to feel your way, right? You need to learn it in real life. So that's why I'm including a great package of ongoing support in the form of coaching and Q&A calls. And there is a launch offer. I'm keen to bring people into the program and get people learning, get people delivering projects effectively. So I do have a special offer for the month of February 2020. So do go and check that out now, obandco.uk slash project. And if you've got any questions, then do feel free to reach out either on social media. I'm on LinkedIn, Oliver Banks or Twitter, Ollie underscore Banks, O-L-L-I-E underscore Banks. Or hey, send me an email and my email address again, oliver.banks at obandco.uk. It would be great to hear from you and great to explore how the Retail Project Manager Success Programme could be your key to help unlock effective project management and give you those blocks to build that transformation. I would love to help you out with that. And whether that program, that course is the right fit for you or not, I do hope nevertheless that actually taking these six essential elements that we've covered through today can give you a framework, a structure to be able to have more effective conversations with your project teams in your business to help make sure they are forming the bricks correctly. Those six essential elements that are so critical, once again, number one, strategy. Number two, plan. Number three, business case. Number four, stakeholders. Number five, overcoming challenges. And number six, deliverables. And a couple of really important points when you're thinking about those six essential elements. Firstly, they all must be done throughout the project. And secondly, there is no one optional essential element. They are all essential, right? No one is more important or less important than any other, in my view. Everyone can help build that project towards success. And neglecting anyone can equally make sure that project is destined for failure. As always, I love to hear back from you, hear what you think about this episode and what you think about the podcast as well. You know, do go and check out the show notes from today, which has a refresher of all of those six essential elements, obandco.uk slash 67. And if you wanted to find out more about that retail project manager success program, 
And if that is the right answer to help you deliver successful projects in your organization, then go and check that out, obandco.uk slash project. Do remember to click subscribe and I will look forward to joining you on the next episode of the Retail Transformation Show. Bye for now. Bye for now.